At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. I've been a very small person my whole life, but I do remember how much weight loss was a thing in the 90s. And I mean, probably for most of America, but like in the 90s with television and ads and, you know, what's his name? Oh, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. So many of those. There were so many. There were so so many. There were so many diets. There was like Jenny Atkins. Everybody had a Craig. Everybody had a a tape. Everybody had a DVD. Yeah, it was like the California diet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Weight Watchers. I was a little fluffy when I was younger. Fluffy. I was a little. I was a little. Gabriel Iglesias, shout out. I was a little fluffy. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I saw a photo of me playing basketball, which I was terrible at, but I was like, oh, this brother is. He he was he was he was he was different. He was differently sized than than I am now. <laughs> my my mom had Slim Fast, and I remember drinking it sometimes because I was like, "Oh, this is really tasty. It's like a a milkshake." And then I was like, "Wait, I should, probably shouldn't be drinking this." <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny. Remember Slim Fast? I do. Man, they still Slim Fast, Jenny Craig, one eight hundred Weight Watchers. Yeah, man. That stuff still exists. They still make protein bars and stuff. Like, I think weight is so interesting because there are people who are always trying to lose weight. Then for me, I got like really skinny and my nickname was Schmeagle, which I think I've mentioned on here before, which was like, you know, very, very skinny. And it was like always a struggle to put on weight. But then also it was one of those things where I felt like the two sides never got along. Like the people who wanted to lose weight was like, man, fuck you. You already skinny. But then when you're like super, super small, you're like, no, 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 I don't want to be this small. And it's just like a constant circle of just confusion about, you know, what is healthy, what isn't healthy, yada, 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 Um, which is sad. It's so sad. It is sad. It's just sad. And and I, I remember thinking, I feel like in college or I forgot when I started having stuff. I remember... Like, there was this perception of, like, people who were overweight, it was, like, their fault, you know? And it it was so pervasive that I remember having the thought, I remember going to McDonald's one day, and I saw somebody there who was, like, obese. And I remember having, like, the immediate thought in my mind of, like, wow, like, what are you doing here? Like, you shouldn't be here. And then I was, like, wait a minute why am I judging this person for eating food that I am about to eat? Like, it actually makes no sense. Like, I'm just lucky that I don't have genes that, you know what I mean? I'm like, we're eating the same food. (laughs) We're eating the exact same food. This is making me think about that woman, Suzanne Powder. Y'all remember her? (laughs) Suzanne Powder? Powder. 
P O W T E R. I remember my mom had the tapes. <laughs> oh, Australian this motivational speaker. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. No, I don't remember her. Actually. What did she do? She was one of the like. She was one of the like weight loss gurus. Oh, okay. Nutritionist. What was her thing? I don't remember. I mean, the, everyone had a tape. They all looked the same. You know, they were all wearing the they were all wearing the spandex and like and like moving like that was like everything. All, everything yeah, was like, like the jazzercise. Everyone had their own <laughs> philosophy. You know, some were the nutty professor, and I don't know. <clears throat> Hey, James. I'm gonna try to look it up. I'm gonna try to see, like, oh, what's, what's up? What's what's up, Jarrah? What, what you about to look up, James? What you about to look up, James? I was just gonna look up, like, because I wonder what her philosophy was. I'm sure there was. Something yeah, you should look that up. Yeah, I felt like yeah, yeah. I like, like made up. her, you know, yeah. like who, what her thing was. Right, know? and was she just a, new, a nutritionist or was she a nutty professor? I was trying to move because you you think break. about like all these people like they have go. like they're like still. he's still doing it. they're like oh like this is it this is how you do it you know what I mean they speak with such conviction and I'm like did you get a PhD or are you just the nutty professor? Okay, we got to get out of how do we get out of this? We got to stop we whatever's happening. You know what, James? I always feel like, like we want to leave. We should just we should just pull his mic. Like Melissa, can we? Didn't I him? say I was gonna kill this yeah. bit? This bit's supposed turn to be him dead. Off? Yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we just, Melissa? Can we just like anymore. mute him from? I thought. I don't know. How did this? How is it still happening? I don't even understand. It, it hasn't stopped. Like it literally. Yeah. yeah it, did it you ever stop? It? Never, he never, promised. Never stop. He promised to stop. Never stop. Stop. Mine though. Mine. Mine is dead. Okay. Yeah. Mine is dead. So can we start the show now? All right. Well, let's start the show. Thank you. Great. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. I'll toss this between the crack of your ass. <laughs> That's the one you said. <laughs> I think it's I think it is definitively my favorite quote from when I was a kid. There's a lot of great quotes in this, but that was the one that was the, that was the one that I, killed me. She takes, me. <laughs> she takes the knife and she grabs it from the blade. <laughs> it's so like that's I remember her being I remember her, I remember not knowing what she was talking about when I was younger. Be like, that's when only men that make me moist. And I was yeah. like, I remember, I remember like, I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that scene. That scene oh, is too much. Scene oh, is too much. oh god. For those of you listening to us for the first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are a film review podcast. We review films of leading Black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. And there are three of us that co-host this podcast. You might be wondering, whose voice is who? Well, the voice that sounds like a scholar, a professor, you know, someone to be looked up to for their intellectual prowess, that voice is Jonathan Braylock. Am I supposed to go after this? Is that what's happening? Is that yeah? Mm-hmm. You are next. Yeah, typically in the in the running order. Typically, but you know sometimes James, <laughs> when he does that, it just yeah. it just deflates any energy I have. Yeah, it just did. like sure. I just want to put my head down and go, why? 
Why am I here? It's full of contempt. This, this lost voice that is questioning everything is that a dry Milligan? And I'm James the Third. That's not how you sound, James. <laughs> Wait. You've been deep voice this whole time. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Did you say Why woo? I Yo. said, yeah, woo. What is happening? Okay. Wow. I'm James the Third. <laughs> wow, that's enough of that. We're reviewing the 1996 remake of The Nutty mm-hmm. Professor starring Eddie Murphy. I am embarrassed to say I still haven't seen the first one. Why are you embarrassed? It's embarrassing. Oh, 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 the original. Is it embarrassing? Yeah, we should have. We should have seen it. I mean, I mean, I mean, oh, comedians. Fine, I guess. Right. I mean, I don't know. I saw the black one. Was it was it super popular when it came out? Maybe I guess Jerry Lewis is popular. It can't. It made nineteen million dollars. The original. I saw the black one, so I did my job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, the original came out in nineteen sixty three. It's (laughs) <laughs> the poster is whole, is ridiculous. Jerry Lewis looks insane. This film stars Eddie Murphy. It stars Jada Pickett Smith. It stars a young Chappelle. A young Dave Chappelle. Who else is in this film? Larry Miller. That's about it. Honestly, that's that's all we have to say, really. Because Eddie Murphy plays yeah. six other characters. Everybody. Everybody. So, what else is there to say? This movie, it grossed $274 million. Damn! On a $54 million budget. Yeah, it, it, it also spawned a sequel, A Nutty Professor to the Clumps. So, it was very successful. What was that even about? Like, I don't even remember. They, uh, they uh, the, the parents take the, take the serum. That's the only thing I remember from it, is that like... Oh, so the parents get skinny? Yeah, they take, they take the serum, yeah. I don't. Oh. I don't remember if the whole family does, but they did. And I. And not only that, though, I think they also like are young somehow, like younger. I remember Nutty right. Professor. I remember Janet Jackson was in that one. Yes. Yeah. I honestly don't remember that movie, and I definitely saw it. I did too. I remember the music video, Nutty Professor Two. Ratings are on Tomatoes, sixty-four percent, and then forty-four percent audience score, which is interesting. It has two hundred and fifty thousand plus ratings it's a wait, lot what's the, wait what's the what's the... somehow the audience score is 44 percent. what for the original but it made that much money audience is 44 and then and then and then the critics is what yeah 64 percent, which is which is fresh i it's always hard looking at rotten tomatoes for movies that came out before rotten tomatoes was a thing you know what i mean what else is there to say? It's about a, a professor who is overweight. He likes a woman. He winds up creating, or he has a serum that he has been working on with guinea pigs that he wants to create to help people lose weight. He winds up taking the serum in a kind of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing. He becomes a skinny version of himself called Buddy Love that he names Buddy Love that starts to maybe wreak havoc on his life. That's about it. So I just watched the trailer for The Clumps. That is about it? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't, don't even tell me. Don't it's like, you're right. Me. I think James, you're right. It's like he makes youth formula and like grandma's like, well, I might need some of that. It don't cure ugly. I would like to just take this fork and just, it's, the thing is, let's talk about it, man. I'll, like, <laughs> well, let's talk about the original. Yeah, let's do initial uh... thoughts. I tried to watch this like last Thanksgiving, or maybe last Christmas. And I was watching with a with a with a friend. I was like, he wasn't enjoying it, 
And it was because, like, during COVID or whatever, he had put on some weight and was feeling like... And there were a lot of fat jokes at the top of the movie. And then I was like, oh, man, is this this movie problematic? So we cut it off. But watching it this time, I was, like, trying to watch it from our, like, 2020 lens to see, like, if it's super sexist things, super, like, homophobic things. Like, is it, like, fat shaming? And it's very interesting because I guess as a person who was a little fluffy at one point and now is not, like, I guess I didn't see it as that. But maybe that's because of my perspective, which I guess is a thing. But I still thought it was funny, to be truthfully honest. Like, when he was at home with the family, I thought it was funny. Like, I did, I realized I didn't like skinny Eddie at all, really. He's, like, too obnoxious for me. But, like, I liked, I liked every time we saw Sherman because I, I thought they did such a good job, like, really getting us to care about him. I also looked at the director, like, I also thought the director did so many good things with, like, adding visual jokes like with the camera work which i feel like people really don't do anymore i I feel like everyone's like let me have funny dialogue but like no one does funny stuff with the camera and i'm like oh no this guy was definitely working especially when the hamster scene up the very top i thought jada was underdeveloped a little bit but also reminded me that i was in love with jada for like all of my youth (laughs) but yeah i enjoyed it like i enjoyed it i don't know if you can make this movie now but I enjoyed it, I think. I even feel bad for saying I enjoy it because of, of the 2022. Like, I don't know, but I laughed. Is that bad? I don't know. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I is laughed. That it's like, is that wrong? Bad? I don't know. I don't know. What did I do? What have I done? I'm confused. I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, I, I will just, because I'm, I'm sort of in the same boat, like, I, I do think that some, that a lot of the jokes are like at the expense of of his weight although the message of the movie is like love yourself right so there's a lot of there's a lot of scenes and a lot of different POVs that help us get a positive perspective about being someone of a of, of being plus size or, or I'm not sure what the what the appropriate term is but but being being his weight right and being the weight of the the family. I mean, can I say fat? Is that okay? Yeah. Is it okay mm-hmm. to say fat? Okay. Yeah. But like, you know. I don't know. Like, Is it? But yeah, the- I think fat. I think, I mean, I, most people I know, like they call, they call models plus size models. But, you know, I think fat is at least i've had friends who've done sketches that talk but we know that that's why i, sh- that's why I should cut off <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah so like i think that the movie is trying to say you know love love the skin you're in who's 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 uh whose catchphrase is that love the skin you're in one of the <laughs> one of the soaps yeah, but it's, like a, yeah it's like a soap um, commercial <laughs> but uh so right but then but then some of the times you're like but i don't know if i'm allowed to laugh at this you know it has this feel that that feeling a, a lot of things jumped out watching it n- now though that like it's like there's so many hilarious moments in this like it's it's like so <laughs> well written <laughs> like that dinner that dinner scene like when it's just like <laughs> that first dinner scene is like so funny and like and we are actively getting this pov of like i don't care i'll eat whatever i want i'll do this that and the other which has its which has other connotations of like well how healthy is it for you to eat all of that you know but he's like but he like loves he's just like i love i love who i am and i love i love your mama and i love this whole family you know and like and embrace that and you know and that becomes a through line like yeah like love yourself by the by the end of it like all of that is great and then the performances are, I, I, he's just so, 
he's so good. And even though like those characters and like versions of those voices and things are things that we've heard him do in other, you know, like our, our, our like kind of stock characters that he, he has, he brings, he brings so much to each one of them in a, in a really nice, the scene with, with, with Dave Chappelle, like has all kinds of weird layers now watching it now, you know, especially because people talk about this movie as like a death of old school Eddie and like a this rebirth of who, of who, yeah, this movie is deliberately a death of old school Eddie, you know, and like, and a revamping of like, of what his public image is going to be after this. And it sort of does become that if you look at his movies, you know, death as in this movie is the death or that the death happened after this movie. Like this movie is literally, he kills buddy love in this movie. He kills the R rated Eddie. That version of himself. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. He says that in one of his interviews. Because he was doing really bad after this. Oh, because it makes sense because he, like, he had a bunch of bombs before this movie. And it's so interesting because, like, he had, I think, Philly Hills Cop 3 and, like, a couple other things in Metro and things that didn't work. And so it's so interesting that this is considered the death of Eddie Murphy, where, like, the old R rated Eddie was making movies, but not, they, they weren't making 100 mil again. Whereas, like, this family version of Eddie, gave him 200 and something, 200 and something million dollars. So it's like, it almost felt like a transition to a, you know what I mean? It's like, but yeah. Yeah. And then, but then watching like old school Eddie beating up Dave Chappelle, you know, and thinking about who Dave Chappelle is now, like there was just a lot, it, it has like a different connotation now, you know, watching it now. Anyway, anyway, I really, I, I still very much in, enjoyed this movie. I think that Eddie's performance as Sherman is so heartfelt and like, and so gentle. Yeah, and I'm excited to talk about it, you know, beat, beat by beat in more nuanced ways. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash T-O-S for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast Smartless on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before. 
you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartland! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, I... Uh, I guess I was saying this off mic. I, you know, was slightly worried about this movie because I was like, oh man, like, is it, how is this movie gonna hold up? What, what are these jokes gonna look like now in this lens? You know, I remember liking it as a kid, but I haven't seen it in a long time. I personally think it holds up really well. I think this movie is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the show. I didn't know where you were gonna go. I, I, know I think this go. movie is really good. Be- and you know, like, uh, like uh, I, I don't have the experience of being fat, you know. So, like, take that with with what you will with a grain of salt. But like, I felt like the message that was underlying this entire film was almost it was like a it was like a satire. It was like skewering the public's perception of fat people because it, this is just what it was. And I think it's funny. I like. Tessa and I were both kind of saying this, like it's like this movie was a little bit ahead of its time because I wonder if people even understood, you know, what they were watching. But like, we'll get into it. Like the scene with, and I remember the scene with Dave Chappelle, like very vividly when I saw it, because it's, you know, when I first saw it, I just remembered it very vividly and rewatching it. I was like, no wonder I remember it so much because it is an incredible scene that is really eddie's looking at himself he's looking at other comics he's looking at just like america at the time like just popular mainstream you know comedy and like how much of it was just dunking on other people and being like what is this like what are we doing you know what i mean and he really humanizes this character this character of sherman in a way that like you feel for him so much so i'm excited to like talk about also this movie is like perfectly paced it's like the exact around right it's like it's like uh like an hour 35 minutes you know that's with credits like it's it's like and and you don't feel like it's it's not too long it's not too short it's like the scenes with him and his family are absolutely incredible like him playing all the different family members he like gives each of them like a very distinct characters that feel very familiar you know and like yes like there are some jokes that are i guess inherently like oh, look, he's so big, you know, like he's knocking this thing over or whatever. 
But one, I bet if we like the I bet if we watched the original Nutty Professor, which I think had less to do with weight and more to do with just like this guy was clumsy, but like Jerry Lewis plays him like he looks like he's autistic. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, a lot of it a lot of issues <laughs> with the portrayal of, of old school Nutty Professor. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And so it's like it's like the idea is like, oh, you know, you're taking somebody who society is looking down on but then making them making them like a real human being to your point, Gerard, I too was like when Buddy Love first comes, I'm like, oh, this guy is way too much. I don't like him. And then I and then it was like, oh, right. This movie really doesn't want me to like him. Yeah. Don't even try. The reason that we don't like him, the reason that he's such a bad dude is because he has too much testosterone, which yes, I also say thought it. was hilarious. And they say it. They like, say it. Too, his testosterone levels are off the charts, and he's a horrible human being because of <laughs> They definitely say it. <laughs> which I think is really funny. And, like, so, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, I think, like, the idea of actors in fat suits is really looked down upon today for, like, a reason that I, I totally understand. So probably because of that, this movie wouldn't be made today. But I mean, we've reviewed a lot of movies from the nineties and the eighties that like really don't hold up. And I actually think this one does pretty, pretty well considering. I mean, <laughs> it's so funny. Cause yeah, you're right. I didn't know what to, I didn't know what to think of this, but when it opens, they make you like him so much. First off, the Eddie Murphy as Richard Simmons is fucking terrifying. Like that, that's the only prosthetic where I'm like, this is terrifying. In the theater, I remember when I first saw it, I didn't realize it was him. That was one of the, like, each, they tricked me. Like, and now, now I'm looking at it, I'm like, it's, it's pretty obvious that it's him. But at the time, I didn't realize it until the, like the credits, the, like the credits at the end when we like, when they do all of the like gaffes and and he does such a great job of he's so like, good <laughs> being a simmons I, I think if you did this movie now instead of being like just weight loss it would honestly be like body augmentation like i feel like in the 90s people were so obsessed with like weight loss videos weight loss videos now there's so many people like getting plastic surgery tummy tucks like people with the bbls like dudes with the like, like dudes got like calf implants now. I think it would just be like a person who like tries to perfect themselves to become fucking Chris Hemsworth or something like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, So yeah. it'd be that type of movie now. Actually, that'd be the way to do this movie. That would work. You you could, could, that would that'd be great. Yes, we just did it. We just wrote, we just we just did it. That's how you do this <laughs> be, movie now. That'd be great. I'd love that. Actually, that's how you do it. So anyway, that's a series on. Yep. Uh, uh, that's a series on Disney Plus. Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. Thank you. You heard it from us. No, but then after that, we kind of just see Sherman, right? Like we see him start his. Well, day. we hit, there's the whole like gerbil, like guinea pigs are yeah. like taken. right, right. It's like it's just pretty epic, <laughs> like crazy. I love insane. the way this was shot. They're like real. They're real gerb. We see actual, actual creatures running around, and I remember it being gross as a kid, and it was still gross now. Like it still made me uncomfortable. Like when the when the when the gerbil lands in the woman's sandwich. I don't know because I just start. Ugh, it's in the sandwich. Just looking at her face. It's so funny. <laughs> Gerbils are so cute to me. Like they're so cute. <laughs> like why people get mad at gerbils, man? All they want to do is just be cute. They don't live long. Well, if you saw that many of them at the same time, it's pretty. They are ro- they are rodents at the end of the day. And then when the one poops in the in the guy's coffee, man, oh god, man, that's funny though. <laughs> I mean, I will say what's so good about that scene is that like 
the director frames so many gerbils. And then, like, when Eddie finally shows, or Sherman finally shows up, like, Eddie is acting his ass off. Like, every five seconds, he's, like, looking in a different direction, moving his glasses, looking in another direction. And it's like, yo, bro, ain't nobody looking this hard at anything ever. But when that gerbil shot out and got in that woman's mouth and she fell over, I was like, Lord have mercy. This is insane. And I don't know if y'all noticed it. There's no, like, it's a car crash and, like, bro, it, it does so fire. much. But what makes me laugh at it is that when it went in her mouth, I don't know why I noticed this. But, like, the legs, like, the back legs are out and the back legs move a little bit. Yeah. It's gross. Oh, like, what is this? It's gross. <laughs> oh, man. And then he goes inside. Uh, but I love this. Yeah, but I love, I love like, very, to, to Bray's point of, like, the pace of the movie, like, really gets out, instantly gets out, like, what's happening like okay he's 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 testing like the weight of these of these gerbils and there's there's one gerbil that is that is over that is very overweight and they happen <laughs> to <ridiculous>. like <laughs> this ridiculous gerbil puppet it's hilarious <laughs> that they have actually decreased if we're as big as it looks decreased its its weight by like 20 percent and so <laughs> You know, we get that before he even goes to talk to the dean, the dean or whoever, whoever Larry Miller's character. Yeah, Dean. Larry Miller plays Dean Richmond, and he was so good <laughs> in this role. Dude, oh he's my god, always good. I just watched Ten Things I Hate About You recently, and I was like, he's good in this. Like, he's always like so good. Yeah, and that 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 thing just poops right in this drink. Poop right in this drink, man. Good goodness. I will say when he gets to class. And he's writing on the board and he's erasing it. And he's like, oh, I messed myself. It was something that was so earnest about Eddie's performance at him. It, so earnest. Because you realize, and it's so funny, I know people are making uh, bigger jokes. I know we can say the word. It still freaks me out. I don't know if I can, you know. But like people making bigger jokes. And it's so interesting because you could always tell that Eddie never thought the joke was about this guy's weight. Like at no point. Did he ever think that? And so anytime he did something, it just was like so beautiful and so like sad and like he was such a human. So much so that when he's like, oh, I messed myself. I was like, oh, man, I feel so bad. This happened in front of these college kids. And then and then Jada shows up. Yeah, because he was also like for as for as much as he was like how for as much as Sherman is like actively trying to change his like the like the nature of being heavy set, right? Like he's like, I don't want this to happen to people. Like I want to, I want to just eliminate this in people. He also just very much is like, yep, I, I am this way and I've been this way my whole life. And so there isn't any like, there isn't any like, oh no, I'm fat. You know, it's like, it's it's just like, yep, I, oh no, I, I wiped off the, the thing and now I've knocked the thing over. Okay, yeah, I've been, I've been sort of dealing with this, you know, very, it's, it's normal for him, you know. I just really, really liked how human that was. And then even when, like, Jada shows up, looking all Jada-like, man. <laughs> looking all Jada. I, I like, mean, is this like, peak Jada? Is this, yo, bro, is for this me, peak? When she walked bro, out, I was like, this is peak Jada, bro, baby. <laughs> this, like, there was, like, um, yo, look, man. We got, get these black women. They, yo, Jada, now, the fact that Jada, this is what, 96? Still looks as bad now as she did in '96. Holly mean, Berry, her mom looks. Oh, br- don't bad. bring up the mom. I saw this. I was like, Lord have mercy, what? 
And then, <laughs> and then when the Flintstones came out, what the year before this, and Holly Berry still, yo, these black women, I don't, what was that? They mean they were born in the seventies. Whatever that decade was that these women were birthed, <laughs> whatever these women were born, <laughs> something was happening. I don't know what it was, but it was happening. <laughs> Give them their flowers, okay? The beauty that this black woman had, and she's just standing there, and like the innocence and the kindness, and like. I love a meet cute, all right? I love a good meet cute. We talk about my, I love it. Like, he upside down, kind of embarrassed, and she was so genuine to him. Oh. Wait, the first, the first joke that I wasn't sure if I was allowed to laugh at actually happened right before this when he, when he takes out the Snickers and he takes a bite and the music swells. <laughs> I was like, wait, oh, no, can I laugh at this? Like, I, it was, you know, because he was having his break. He was having his Snickers break. He was break, having his okay? break. He was, <laughs> and he was just made fun of by a classroom of his students. And he was like eating for comfort, which is helped me very feel better relatable. about this. We all, we all eat for comfort. We all eat for comfort. Well, to me, to me, it wasn't about. It wasn't supposed to be laughing at like, look at this fat dude eating a Snickers. It was supposed to be like, if anything, it was like kind of. It was just like, oh man, like he has such shame about you know eating a eating a a comfort food, a joy. Because he knows the perception that people have of him. Right. You know what I right. mean? He like looks around before he takes a bite. He looks, he's yeah, he's yeah. literally full of shame. He's looking around. He's like, and when Jada comes in, he's like, oh, he throws it in the trash. Like he doesn't want anybody to see him eating a Snickers. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Snickers. Why like can't that. he eat a Snickers? And it's you know so what I mean? good. Like Snickers, is, <laughs> Snickers is one of the best candy bars because it's so filling. That's the beauty of the yeah. Snicker. Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad. I, man, I feel so bad for him. And then, like, is after this, is after he meets Jada, is that when he goes home to his family? I feel like the answer is yes. I just watched this, and I'm like... I feel like the answer is yes. This scene, let me tell you, my goodness, incredible. Incredible scene. Bruh. <laughs> it's scene, so good. <laughs> bruh. So good. Everything about this scene was phenomenal to me. It's like, first off... This mom is so cute, and my mom acts like this. And I keep forgetting how much stuff was in my vocabulary. It's like, Hercules, Hercules. Like, we used to say that all the time. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. This, this scene was so good. Okay, this is a, a, a sidebar, but I have to say it. So I have been, I have always been worried about being uh, jealous of my child. Like, oh my God, if my, what if my, if my child does what I do better than me? But watching Eddie do this made me go, man, I... You know, if my daughter was interested in character acting, I hope she excel. She exceeds beyond the like watching watching that made me. I don't I don't know what that is or what that what that feeling is as, as a parent. But I was like, wow, I really, I it, it made me excited about what being an actor could be. Like I like I don't know. It was real. It was a strange, really strange feeling. No, that's beautiful. So you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. 
This episode is brought to you by the new Disney Plus original series, American Born Chinese. Based on the graphic novel by Jean Luen Yang, American Born Chinese tells the story of an average teenager that becomes entangled in a battle with Chinese mythological gods. This star-studded cast includes Academy Award winners Michelle Yeoh and Ki Hoi Kwan, plus Daniel Wu, Jim Liu, and Ben Wang. American Born Chinese, premiering May 24, exclusively on Disney Plus. It's so interesting because I've had that thought. I don't have kids, but I've had that thought too of like, oh man, if I had to like have a kid, my kid did what I couldn't do. Because that's sometimes you hear about actors, and it's like, oh yeah, my mom used to be one, and they like made me act at like two. But it's so interesting because as we're seeing the whole family, uh, yeah, James, you're a character person. It's so interesting because every single one of them sat different. Everyone spoke different. I mean, the 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 uncle who was there, and he was like, "You overweight? I'm I'm strong." Like you're talking about how he's in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> like the 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 unbeknownst fight in between like the the dad and like I'm assuming as Eddie's mom the grandma like yeah, I yeah. I just want to take, I want to take this fork and I just want to <laughs> like, I was like, come on Cleta. come on come on come on, on, come, on. <laughs> come on walk on over, me live walk back. on walk on over here you can walk on over here but you're gonna live back <laughs> See, the way the way she there's a there's a a scene where a part of this scene where she's just naming talk show hosts <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Lay. Rick and Lay. Mari. Donnie, you're the only man to get me wet. I was like, yo, this is literally my grandma. Literally my grandma on screening. An incredible performance. What also is so fun about this is <laughs> it's so good. It's like he is so funny. It's the best. I, I think it's the best. I, I think it's be- like as much as I, I, I love Coming to America, the movie. I I think this scene is better than the coming to America barbershop scene. I don't because yeah. everyone has a joke. The characters are so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why do you keep saying that? Like the mom. The, the mom. <laughs> that mom reminds me of my yeah. mom so much. Why do you keep saying, Sherman, what's wrong with you, Sherman? Sherman, Sherman, look at him. Do it again. Do do it again. <laughs> you want your colon cleanse? I'm a clean. Like, it's every <laughs> also, this is 1996. He's playing five characters at a table. Yeah. Like 1996, yo. And it's seamless. And they do those wide shots where we see all of them too. And it looks, it looks seamless. Like it's really, it doesn't even, even looking at it now, you don't like, there's a lot of things like that where you like can see, you know, it's, you see the seams, you see the wires, you see the, whatever, you know, but like in this, it's like, it literally just looks like they're all sitting at that table. It's crazy. It's, beautiful just beautiful it's so good oh and in this scene sherman's saying things like he says something to the effect of like this you know like a lot of people think it's just exercise but it's actually like studies have shown like you know it's genetic like you know like i'm always gonna be always kind of gonna be overweight but like you know we should like you know and then he's like talking about the skin he's like a lot of the fat is in the skin of the chicken like you just eat the meat and they're just like what are you talking about like shut up. <laughs> no they literally like why does everyone want to it's very real it's a very yeah. it was like for as shut funny up. as everything was it's like this these are real conversations that real conversations that have, have around the like... dinner table yes yeah, still i do love that they were basically eating a thanksgiving meal like pretty much <laughs> yeah. every every time we see them they're eating every, like thanksgiving I... <laughs> every time we see it him. It is a, like, what a glorious house. But you know what? To be truthfully honest, it's so fascinating. It's like 
when my when my aunt, my mom's aunt, was younger, anytime you went to the house on Sunday, it was this soul food kind of like dinner. It was huge. I mean, it got even bigger when Thanksgiving came, but like every Sunday it was like mac and cheese. You had like this stuff. And it's like, I mean, it's so funny because when he leaves, what was so beautiful about this movie is that we spend so much time with Sherman without like, they prolong when Buddy comes into the movie. Like it's a minute. They prolong so you really, really feel we're dropped into Sherman's world. And I think the beauty of this is, and I think two things, I think Eddie Murphy is so funny but also, I think the way comedies work now, because we talk about it on this podcast, I'm very fascinated about like how comedies do in movies. It's like they trust that Eddie will be funny enough to like not hit you with the plot so fast. Like they prolong the conflict so fucking fast, like so long. I think we don't even see we don't even see the date with Chappelle in it, maybe for like twenty something plus minutes to like really show you, hey man. This dude's in love. And then when you see, like, when he finally asks her out, it's so cute. Oh, it's sad. It's so <laughs> He goes, he literally goes, so long. <laughs> he's, like, trying to say it. And then she says, she says, are you asking me out on a date? And he goes, yeah. And, like, he's, like, <laughs> and he looks down. Like, he feels like, I'm, like, he's, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I am. And she's, like, I'd love to. And he's, like, <gasps> what, what's so gnarly about it, what's so gnarly is that he looked up her address from the school registrar or something and just showed up at our house. I was like, hey, bro, this ain't never working in real life. But you know what? Him singing, I got me. I used to say that shit. My very first date, I went to see The Princess Diaries. And I remember when I got the date and I knew it was a date, I remember saying, I got me your date. It's going to be so great. I remember, I, I remember saying the thing. And that movie was out for like eight years before I went on. Ten. 10 years before I went on a date. I was like, Lord have mercy. It's going to be so great. Great, great, great. Come great, on, man. Great, 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 great. Oh, I can't hardly awesome. wait. And then, and then when he gets back to the house and starts singing, he starts singing Teddy Pendergrass. Man. Then he gets his night. Then he gets his montage of like trying to like lose weight for the day. Well, oh, so wait, I love that the, sequence. Did the, montage happen at, did the montage happen after the Dave Chappelle stuff? No, it happened before. Because it's like him getting ready to go to the date. Yeah. So it's oh, okay. So it happened after he gets back to the house and he's like singing Teddy Pendergrass. And then he watches a video. Yes, I can. And then he starts like doing a montage of like losing weight. And it was so fucking cute. He has the dream. I think this is, is this after the dream? Oh, it is after the dream. The, the, the dream when he like kisses the woman. He and has she... a nightmare that, yeah, he's like, they're kissing on the sea. Oh, right. Because he's falling asleep to television and it was like a movie i forgot i don't know if it's like a james bond movie or whatever but it's like so he sees himself pictures himself in the movie with jada and he's like kissing her on the sand and then he's on top of her and then she starts sinking into the sand and the thing is see this is why i like because like the humor is not coming from the fact that like it's not like haha he's so fat that he's sinking here it's like Oh my goodness, like it's this is so ridiculous, but this is his nightmare. Like, this is what he's afraid of. You know what I mean? This is his nightmare. And and then he and then you're right. Yeah. Then he goes on this montage of like, I'm gonna lose this weight, you know. 
I think yeah. it's so beautiful because and it's cause, so oh. must be extremely fast too. It's like it's like it must be like two days, right? Like in two days, he's like he's like he, the first day he can barely jump over the he cannot do the jump rope, and then the next day he's faster than the guy next. To him. I will say I the thing that the thing that I love so much is that when he's in the aerobics class or whatever, and he can't do the exercise, and then when he finally gets it. Everyone is cheering him on. And then after that, he's like, then he's like bouncing and he runs up and does the Rocky. So proud. And the thing is, they have so many shots of just like his face. Like even, I know I skipped it, but like when he's at the house after the day singing Teddy Pendergrass, there's a shot from in the microwave as he's like microwaving his TV dinner and he's so happy. And it what sucks about it is, is I didn't remember this movie, but as we were getting to the date, and I realized the Chappelle scene was coming, and I was like, oh, no. It just... I remember it the most. That scene is the scene that I remember the most. And he comes out... I mean, he looks... Like, also, the character that Dave Chappelle plays in this is, is perfect. You know, he's just like, he looks ridiculous. He's got, the, like, he's a wearing one of those on, big hats. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's so nice! He's got his boxers up, and he's just like... Nah. And then... All his whole, like his first, his first, his first joke is like, women be shopping. They always shopping. They women be shopping. The hilarious moment of, of Sherman. You can't stop a woman from shopping. And this hilarious moment of Sherman looking over to Jada and going like, women do be shopping. <laughs> and she's like, it's true. <laughs> it's so crazy. Also the beauty of this. And I wish, I'm not going to say names. But I think people don't give Eddie Murphy enough credit because Eddie used to put like, who are the names? What are you? <laughs> no, what I mean by it is like Eddie would put like a black comedian like, oh, this person's funny in the movie. And like maybe not in the big part, but a prominent one like Beverly Hills Cop. There is no reason for that exchange with Chris Rock as a goddamn valet. It is long. It is not needed. But it's like, yo, you fun and put you in this movie. Like the fact that we have these Damon, two Damon Wayans also. You go ahead. You take the banana. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, he like, was a what, dude what is, who gave back. <laughs> and it's just funny. It is just funny. Nothing else. So I do love that we had this scene. I love that it was with Chappelle. But it's like, I felt so bad. And then you can see the... First off, what is so interesting is that even with all those prosthetics, to me, Eddie is acting his goddamn ass off, yo. Like, I mean, he's at, it's, it's, it's mask work. It's, it's all of that. He's, like, acting through the through the costume you really see it and and feel him in this oh, oh man his fucking and, and it's art. like and <laughs> I love he that, sees like, it coming and he tries to get yeah. away oh yeah. goodness once and it takes him a little too long to notice you know like it's like it's like literally going down the lines like if you don't get out of here you're too close and i like that they show the other the other people who are getting made fun of like like they're kind of like taking it, but they're also like hurt. Uh, they're also hurt, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. yeah they're yeah. like this sucks. <laughs> but it's also just like her hair's big. Like that dude doesn't know what a weave is. It's like, what do you do? A white doing? dude don't know what a weave is. Look at it. She got more extensions than AT and T, which is a funny diss. Yo, uh, comedy <laughs> stand up scenes and movies are so hard, but both of them were so funny. Like when Chappelle has his and then Eddie has his later. It's just like. I remember quoting this. I remember quoting this as a kid, yo. Like, oh. Yes, I had I had captions on this this time. And so I'm normally like, I'm normally just sad and upset when it gets to the, oh, first of all, 
when he goes, oh, he's with a woman too. And then Jada has that look up. That look is, has been burned in my brain since 1996. <laughs> like, with a woman, that look, it's like you just feel her seethe <laughs> at him. Okay, love it. It's incredible. But then I had, the, I had the captions on. And so normally I'm just sad at that part. But I was like, oh, my God, the stuff he's saying as the music is <laughs> swelling is like great. I guess we know. This is the one I, had, I hadn't heard is, is, I guess we know who's eating Gilbert Grape. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one of them? <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I guess we know what oh it was uh, I can't believe get, it that, oh. the fact that that comic also thinking that that comic knows that movie and like it's he knows the Oscar uh, fucking Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> starring what's eating oh my Greek. goodness oh my oh, goodness oh shit he also makes fun of Jay he's because he's like like, who's sucking whose titties? And then, like, Jada does this thing where she covers herself. And I was like, oh, man, she's feeling self-conscious. Yeah, it's, and he's just so hurt. Everybody's laughing. He's, you know, because he's like, oh, yeah, you got me. That's good. Like, let's move on. He's like, oh, I, I definitely don't got you. Like, I can get you. James, did you see this cameo? I was expecting, expecting you to bring it up by now. Uh, maybe not. Which, okay, which one? So, so this... Brie, you may not know it. It's, oh, it's yes. Super, oh, my God. Super, Diggle's in this. It's super geeky. <laughs> yeah, there's a dude from yes. Arrow who's like, when he walks into the club and he's like, Professor, what you doing here? I'm on I a date. I couldn't believe it. He's just, just Wait, skinny that's the young. guy who's in most of the f- movie, isn't he? No, no, no. Oh, it's, it's just, a there's a, he runs into just a another student oh, who oh, has oh, like the black three dude. lines. Yeah, the black yeah, dude, yeah. yeah. And he he's in he's in the Arrowverse. I yeah I lost it when I saw him. I couldn't believe it. I had I that was my first time. Look at you, young and just working. <laughs> Shit, and that makes you feel good because that was nineteen ninety six. And when did the Arrow come out, Bruh, Like yeah, James, yeah. we lived together. What was that? Two thousand. Yeah, it's been a lot in the last ten years or so. Yeah, but, so but, yeah, gets gets hope. Yeah. But still, like a good amount of time in between those. Yeah, right? like fifteen at least years before fifteen years, before, right? Yeah. Look at that. That makes me see that. That makes me feel good. That makes me feel good. I like that. Make, to make you feel that even makes me better, feel very good. Make you feel even better. I was watching this doc, which I'm gonna plug it because we don't do docs on Netflix right now. It's a documentary called "Is That Black Enough for You?" and it talks about black films in the '70s. They have Zendaya, Whoopi Goldberg, Sam Jackson. All these people talk about how. Oh my God! What is his name? Morgan Freeman is in this very famous movie. He's in the background. He's an extra with no lines. And he did not get a speaking line in a movie until 20 or 22 years later. And it just, just saying, it's like 20, I think maybe 22 years later when he got his first actual speaking role. It, he was in a, he was, he was a background actor in a Sidney Poitier movie. But yeah, anyway, just, just talking about length of time. So you get Chappelle, you get this moment, he leaves, he goes back home, he starts like binge eating again. And he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna do something. He locks himself in the room. And this is, how, this is how it always happens. This is how all the movies always happen. Whereas, like, it's never been tested on a human. Fuck it. I got to test it on myself. I got to know. And he, when he becomes skinny, the only time I liked Buddy is when Buddy first woke up and was, like, super hype. When he was like, I can see my cheekbones. I can see my cheekbones. I see my dick. I see my dick. I can see my dick. And he's just so excited about it was like seeing a child get birth. He was so excited about everything. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home. 
for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live. I just, I, every time I see this, I just can't believe that he's running through campus, clearly wearing Sherman's <laughs> clothes, like clearly wearing Sherman's clothes. And there's not a single person from the lab that sees it and goes, hold on, what is this? <laughs> like no one, like no one questions it. In, I mean, you wouldn't think that it's a, you know, they're the same person, but, but it's, he's wearing his, he's obviously wearing his clothes though, you know? like it's. Weird. But I, I think he's running. Nobody's giving enough, paying enough attention to, but yeah, the, the, I mean, I, maybe this is skipping too far ahead. Cause he does, he gets a date with Jada. Cause I was going to say the one time I do like buddy, I kind of like him. He goes too far, but is when he gets back at, you know, the Dave Chappelle character and he says something to the extent of like, like, first of all, he's just laughing, like, <laughs> he's laughing every time he's there, and he's doing the hardest laugh, like, you next up. And he's like, and he's like, what are you, all right, can you maybe wait for the, wait for the punchline? And he's just like, ah, it's just like, you're so funny. It's so funny. It's so clever what you do. You just take people's little insecurities and their defaults and you flip them and you just make fun of them for it. It's so funny. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> then he goes like, anyone could do it. He's like, I could do it to you. Like, <laughs> I can do it to you. That, and to me, I'm looking at that. I'm like, that's. 2022 humor you know what i mean like in a in a done in a brilliant way like and like he just roasts this guy (laughs) yeah and what i and what i also like about about where that builds to is like when they get to fat jokes it's like oh like this is everything he's been hearing his His whole whole life life. exactly he knows them all throwing it he's he's just and and so it's this it's this thing of like of of you you see this sort of like is very victorious in this way while also at the same time it's this tragic it's like it's very so tragic, tragic. Yeah. that he's been hearing that all this time you know and it, it what, what is even more sad ah is that the end but whatever i just want to say it. it's like when he goes i thought everyone wanted to me i thought everyone wanted me to be like buddy like that's why i always thought my whole life i was supposed to be like that like like skinny like guess obnoxious like hella confident which is so fascinating, even thinking about things now where, you know, even me as a millennial versus like my little cousins who are Gen Zers, it's like we all look at Instagram and we all see different things. Like I may be looking at people's career and I'm like, fuck, whereas my little cousins are looking at people like physically and being like, oh, man, how does this person look like that? How do I look like this? It's just such a weird thing. And we just keep doing the exact same thing just in different ways. And this movie came out in 96. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really think you could remake it. 
now Disney Plus they listen. I heard of dreadlocks, but shit locks. That's also one. Oh of them. man! And that's it. <laughs> heard of dreadlocks, but shit locks. <laughs> oh, you done fucked up now. You done fucked up now. Like he starts doing this shit while I was doing his kung fu. He starts doing his little kung fu moves. I was like, oh my goodness, what the hell is this? It was so good. But then it's so funny because once I didn't realize that it was time limited. So when his lip starts getting big <laughs> and shit, and he's like, oh, oh, I gotta get me some some Benadryl. I need some Benadryl. And she leaves her. I don't know. It's so interesting, man. It felt like the Superman and Clark Kent thing of Buddy being so cool. And- yeah. And this was great. The way that, like, the way that Jason, the way that Jason finds out is really cool. Like, oh, we- weird. That guy shouldn't have his credit card. And then he gets, That's not, gets, in, yeah, the, exactly. gets in the car gets in with the him. guy's car. I know. <laughs> that's, yeah. Very, very bold. But he's like, you know, the, that's his character. You know, he loves, he, he, he wants to stand up for, for Professor Clump, you know? And then there's just this weird, like, D- Dr. Jekyll, like, weird transformation happening in the car and Jason just screaming the whole time. Well, it's like when he first sees his lip, he's like, he's like, oh God, okay, maybe you need the more need the money more than I thought. <laughs> That's right, because he bought he put the Viper. First off, they said this Viper only costs forty seven thousand dollars. That's it for that Viper. That's it. But he put it on like his school credit it's card. Nineteen ninety six, man, bruh. Forty seven thousand. They even make Vipers. I was obsessed with Vipers when I was younger. But like, I felt bad because at one point the cops go, "We haven't had to do this outside of a crash before," and they're like. Cutting open the roof, the jaws of life. Yeah, man, is that what that machine is called? Like the jaws of like, to, to <laughs> yeah, the jaws of life. And then we get right away, like Jay, you know, because there's now someone else looking at this. Jason starts to give the stakes. He's like, "Hold on, that guy was really mean." Like, and also his testosterone levels are are off the charts. Like, and and I love that he's like, "Was it an accident?" You know, like not thinking that he that someone would willingly <laughs> do this. You know, they're not they're not at test. They're not at the test uh, stage yet. Yeah, because anyway. like you, why, why, like we were, we had so many positive results with the guinea pigs. You don't, you didn't need to do this on yourself. And he's like, and he he admits it pretty quickly. He's like, yeah, it's not why I did it. I like, I like this person. And he's like, well, why don't you just ask, just tell her that you like her? Like, you don't need to do this. And that's when he does. He like says that, and she's like, yeah, but like. He like says it in this way. She's like, well, yeah, I do guess I kind of like Buddy. And but like, I don't know, he disappeared on me. And maybe he's not doesn't like me. And then he's like, oh, no, like you should. You should see him again. I think that really happens after he takes her to dinner, which was a mistake, Uh, like a like an obvious mistake. (laughs) It was like, what are you doing taking your you never you've never taken a girl home, clearly. And they do what they do what like it, it's like it's funny it's both outlandish and also feels so real that they you know what I mean are like immediately talking about like like do you like kids you know like hey you know if you get married blah blah, blah like oh what but you have to take care of him like you know somebody has to feed him like all this stuff you're just like oh my god the whole time Sherman is like using the butter knife to either want to stab someone in the family or stab himself. He's like putting the knife at his wrist. Like actually trying to yeah, do he's it. Literally... <laughs> have y'all have y'all had those moments, man? I remember bringing like a, a woman to a cookout once. Bruh. When I say all oh, hell, it was like everybody was fucking funny. Everybody, everybody was funny today. Everybody had jokes today. And I'm like, oh, now y'all niggas comedians? 
And then the moment I tried to like call my cousin, come out of my cousin, he was like, oh, so you're trying to show off. I'm like, you mother. The first, when I brought Tessa to meet my family, this is my mom's side of the family. <laughs> the first, like, she literally, like, after, like, the thing was like, does your family not like you? And I was like, what? <laughs> why, why are you saying that? She was like, they were all being mean to you. And I was like, oh, they, that's them showing love. Like, <laughs> because, like, when she, when she came there, they were like, they were like, oh, wow. Like, how did he trick you? You know, like, yep, like uh, you know, like asshole. they said all that. Like, it was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, we know who the good looking one is, you know, like, and I was like, no, they're trying to just compliment you. And oh, the way shit, that they no know me. how to do that is putting me down. <laughs> 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 yo, why? Why does that happen, man? It's like, my yo. Family, my family loves me, so I didn't have any. Wow. Okay. <laughs> James, were you also the one with cable? Was oh, it you? I did not. <laughs> Wait, were you the one with cable, James? I remember like I one of. I have cable. Then we, I thought, ah, I did have cable. You are the one. You are the one. You are the one with cable. cable. You, you, you had cable, and your family never made fun of you, huh? <laughs> bruh, bruh. <laughs> great, great, bruh. Make me feel bad for <laughs> this. This shit now that my family brings up, not that they can make fun of me for it, but the fact that they used to make fun, like I'd be chilling. They're like, yeah, remember when you had those big ass ears out of nowhere, like. It, they can't say it now. They're like, yeah, you walk around like Bobby's World. Big ears, size 11, shoe at 11. You was a weirdo. I, just casual conversation. Casual conversation. I think it's mostly because what, what would happen is, because it's not like my family wouldn't rib each other. It's that I was so afraid of it that I would repel, like I would run away from, you know what I mean? So like, because I didn't, because I didn't, you know, step to it, you know, they were like, okay, you probably can't take, you know, they, they knew they didn't dish it because they know I couldn't take it. That's funny. I get That's that. Real. I was like, man, these motherfuckers. <laughs> Loved, I love, I, I'm still mad. I just got mad now. thinking. About <laughs> but yeah, he's so embarrassed. He's so embarrassed by his family. And like, Jada actually was like, you know, like didn't even take it that bad, but He's just so embarrassed and so ashamed that he's just like, oh, yeah, like, oh, you know what? You should get back with Buddy and uh, I'll talk to him and I'll make sure, you know. And she's like, oh, thanks for being such a good friend. And he's like, ah, bro, bro, I've done this to myself. I've done this to myself, y'all. Oh, I was dying for him. I was like, why are you? Well, it's only been a few. They, they, you know, they've only really known each other for a couple. Whatever. What I'm saying, he. Knew I mean, he <laughs> asked her out on a date like almost immediately. Because he knew. That's what I'm saying. But he knew. He knew from the moment he met her. He's like, "Yo, this is the one for me." And he asked her out, and then when it didn't work out, he friend zoned himself. And then it's like, and it's like, bruh, because I get that fear, and I look at me. I've done it. I've done it. I have done it myself. And outside of my body, I'm like, "What are you doing, nigga?" And I just be do. I was just, you know, I just did it. I just did it. I was hurting for him, man. I was hurting. Also because Eddie, I mean, was it Buddy was so obnoxious? I could, I Eddie, Buddy was such a dick. Because <laughs> like, didn't Buddy try to take him? Remember, he asked her out again and tried to take her immediately to like his bedroom, like immediately. Yeah, he also like makes fun of Sherman every every chance he gets for no reason. And it gets worse. It gets worse each time we we see him. And like, and he's just a full on, he's like a full on villain. Like he's just instantly a villain in a way that is 
I don't know. I love I loved every second of it. <laughs> he really is. Yeah. And yeah, I think this is so he takes her to the hotel. There is this whole thing where Sherman was supposed to do this presentation for a donor, for a potential donor alumni. And he does that. And like, in, in doing that, he's like making fun of all these other people who are overweight, like in this. Oh, restaurant. my goodness. Yeah. Tank Tank ass ended up being I real was the one that I ended up he ended up using more. So like Tank everything he had a he had a unique description for being overweight every time except Tank ass. He that that is used three times in the film in case anyone was wondering. In case anyone took a tally. Oh, oh I did not notice that though. But didn't he saw the woman? <laughs> in case anyone knows. But he saw a woman with a nice ass, and he was like, "Oh man, it's a nice ass table. Everybody here got nice ass." Nice ass section. (laughs) He turns around. Is this the nice ass section? (laughs) Oh, I guffawed. It was so. Oh my goodness, man! He was smooth. Everybody got nice ass at this table. (laughs) First of all, he's also looking at their faces and just and looking at their faces and saying they have nice asses, which is rude i think also sometimes, sometimes you, know? you i don't know man they got them songs sometimes you can see it from the front that's what that's what doja cat told me you know what i mean they're I just, sitting down he's he not did. looking he knew he knew he knew <laughs> he knew well, not a question he knew yeah and then after this jada hears the women talking about buddy in the bathroom yeah and how he can handle all three of them you know, and so she storms out and he's like, whatever. I just thought we, I'd bring some friends, you know? Yeah. And then There's he enough love for everybody. Then he parties with all of them. I had two titties, now I got six. That's multiplication. Yeah, which is, <laughs> <laughs> what's so interesting, because you think about it, this dude is the repressed side of Sherman, so he's never had sex. Like, Sherman's probably a virgin. Like, this dude now is in shape. He's not being made fun of. So he just goes fucking buck wild. When he, when he made a tape... The video. When he made the video. He ain't need to do that. (laughs) He ain't need to make the video. You know you can get arrested at 56 for the shit you just did last night. (laughs) Then the women crawl over him and blow kisses, blow kisses into the camera in lingerie. And then then he goes, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Furious. How dare my alter ego do that to me? Because you're imagining. Like, let me in. Let me in. Like, my gosh, man. Fucking loved it. Uh, arrested in 50 states. <laughs> like, all of them. Like, all the states? <laughs> what oh. did he do last night? <laughs> like, Lord have mercy. Oh, goodness. Oh, man, I felt so bad. Because I was like, how does this happen again? I forgot that, like, he tries to pour out all the stuff. But then Buddy was smart enough to put it in his protein shakes. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. His little, like, weight loss shake, yeah. It's really good. It's because right before this, Jada leaves him because she goes to his house and the house is in disarray after the party that Buddy Love had, you know, sees the girls, thinks that she's a part of some. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you using me? Are you both passing? I'm next. Right. Or whatever. Oh, and then he's and he's like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to go back to, to, to normal. I'm going to I'm going to pour out all of this serum and I'm going to get the grant, you know. Oh, <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah, and then there's this final showdown where at the benefit where he's supposed to, Buddy Love was supposed to, or yeah, I guess that's who, who goes. Buddy Love is supposed to go there and demonstrate how the equation or the serum kind of works. Gets there, is the most obnoxious human being on the face of the planet. <laughs> 
just the it, most of that. Like, he takes, like, the, takes plate. the plate. Yeah. Like, oh, gross. Like, throws, slaps the freaking tray out of the waiter. He grinds on an, el- an elderly woman who's just there. <laughs> he goes, I felt you tingling. Yeah, <laughs> you liked it. Yeah. Oh, God. I love it. Because this at this point, his testosterone is at like 6,000%, whatever that means. <laughs> It's dangerous levels. It's dangerous dangerous level. levels. He explains right before this, too, that, like, he's, you know, he's going to take a, a dangerous amount of the serum. But if he, do, if he does half now and half later, everything's going to be fine. So it's just like without there being any, he's like, there's going to be no issues. I'm going to take half now, half later. Everything's going to be fine, you know. <laughs> and so we just have to stop him before he takes the other half. And he says, like, he's going to kill Sherman and the parents are there and the parents are like, oh, good thing I brought my knife. And she's like, yeah. I got my razors. Oh, what the hell? What the hell? What, what's, what's interesting is that Ed, Eddie Murphy does some of the best acting when he is playing Buddy and Sherman fighting for the body and he's just like smacking himself and is going in and out of the voices because you know in real life it's just Eddie, like just regular ass Eddie just going through all this. And when you think about that scene, is Eddie doing that with himself but then we keep cutting back to like Eddie as a mom and Eddie as a dad, all commenting on what the Eddie on stage is doing. That's bro. Yeah. It didn't hit me until this time too, like that, like, yeah, the way they shot that transformation, it is just him standing alone and like having control over like which side of him is Sherman, which side of him is buddy love and shifting his voice you know, in, in a way that, like, if you saw someone do that in a, in, a, in a solo show on stage, you might be like, this is a little hokey. <laughs> you know, you might have that feeling about it. But he, I, I don't know, like, it was so, you know, obviously helped by the CGI or whatever. But, like, he's so in control of his instrument. It's, it's, it's incredible. And the mom keeps fading, and the dad's like, I can't keep picking pick your ass up all night, shit. <laughs> At first, he was concerned, but then she did it. But I love that they kept looking at it just being like, this is, what, what did he say? Like, this is some scary shit. <laughs> yeah, this is some scary shit. <laughs> Somebody called Exorcist. Because it, it really is. It's like, it's freaking, it's oh. crazy. Like, could you imagine them looking at this person just going, blah, 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 blah. And it's like your son, he's trying to kill your son. You're like, Sherman, Sherman, get back here. Sherman. <laughs> but the beauty of it is that Sherman just goes, yes, I can. I was like, because he is literally like, I'm going to kill you, Sherman. No, Sherman. No, Sherman. And he's, Buddy is screaming. And then when he gives his speech, no matter what, no matter what, you got to strut. So good. Yeah. When, Bert, when, when, when Sherman comes back and tells everybody what he did, the thing that's so interesting about it is that I think anybody in his position would do it. You know what I mean? Like anybody who's been made fun of, Sherman, I think he's 35, 36, his entire life he's been made fun of for his weight. Like his boss calls him fat multiple times. I'm like, anybody would have did what he did. You know what I mean? I don't know if you were like, yeah, I actually imagined a scene for two. You want to be tall. Who knows? I imagined a scene where he quits because of how mean his, his boss was to him. And I, that that's not in the movie at all. But I was like, oh yeah. And there's going to be a point where he says like, 
fuck you, like, you are terrible. <laughs> like, you're terrible to me. I couldn't believe that wasn't in there. Which is so interesting. But, like, I mean, I love this. I love Jada asking him, like, Miss Purdy. <laughs> Come on, that name is crazy. Miss Purdy. Uh, you know, why, is she, why didn't he tell her? And then, you know, we have this wonderful end. I, just, I don't know. I just, I, I really enjoyed this movie. You know what I mean? I thought it was, like, so fun. The one thing that I thought was a little weird about it, but I don't know, I don't know what should have happened is like when there's like a handful of people up dancing and, and among them is Sherman and, and, and Jada's character, you know, they're dancing. But then like when we cut to the mom and dad watching, there's also just like a crowd of people watching. So like people are just, <laughs> are just standing off to the side, a bunch of people watching them dance in a way that's like i don't think the dance was supposed to be <laughs> well there presenta- would have been faculty there right and maybe they are just uh, admiring right but like they're they're <laughs> yeah it's a little it just weird. Felt weird it felt yeah, it's weird like not you know, a wedding like, yeah yeah you, you might be sitting down at your table and you might look up and see you know but like it's like yeah weird it was weird but yeah he gives a beautiful speech to at the end of saying like you know i just realized like i thought you know i was referencing it before of like I thought Buddy is who people, everybody wanted me to be, but, like, I need to learn, like, if I'm going to be with someone, I need to be with someone who accepts me for who I am. Like, I'm big. Like, I'm going to try to lose weight, you know. Like, he says, like, I, like I'm going to, and I, I don't think he says to be healthy, but, like, you know, he's implying, like, I understand, like, I can lose a little bit of weight, but I'm always going to be big. Like, I'm, like, that's just who I am, and I need to be with someone who's, like, accepts that for me. And I need to accept that for myself. More important, he's like, more importantly, I need to accept that for myself, which was which was great. Yeah, it was just a lovely message and ending. And yeah. And we didn't bring up the like the other nightmare he had of him being like a giant person <laughs> where the doctors were like, he keeps getting fatter. We can't stop it. But like that was also like so intense. Yeah. And I also have to say like this that made me re- in rewatching this movie made me think about how well this movie was crafted and how perfectly moments also just fit into a trailer to make you excited about the movie you know like we know this is nutty professor and we know that it's about someone changing size you know and then we and then there's a scene just in the trailer of him the size of a building walking through a a thing it was it's like and not knowing the context for it it was like a perfect marketing tool for for the movie and fits so well in the movie once you actually see it without it being you know what i mean like i without it being like disappointing like oh i saw it like that you know i don't yeah so well done what's interesting too is that you know a lot of people say i was watching some old movie and it's i know they weren't doing this deep but like people always talk about king kong and like what king kong was a metaphor for and so the fact that they had a black dude actually be king kong also this was a fart joke that was hilarious i can't know what this when he like he farts and it's so much air and his dad is holding on like that's my boy <laughs> and grandma is on a is hanging on a on a uh, like just swing like, like a, she just yeah, swinging on a pipe oh. <laughs> and then and then and then a, 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 the a, a man is like lighting a cigarette and the cops like no, no! <laughs> fucking great I'm oh, sorry it's great mushroom cloud <laughs> see but this is the, but this is the thing Bray that I think it, like you just needed at the end when. Buddy and and Sherman was fighting. You just needed to see that basketball just like come through and just like bounce next to his feet. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Break? No, yeah, because Break is hit me out, Break. It's like when that happens. Specifically to John. I'm talking to I'm just talking to Break because I know Break. I just know Bray's a basketball fan, so it's like all of a sudden. 
Are you the basketball just... comes. <laughs> the basketball comes in, and you're like, yo. Bit? James, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about talk Hollywood about real basketball. quick. Let me just talk to Hollywood real J- quick. James, see, we're not doing this. James, this is not what we're doing. Is, it, is, it, is an actor who is just John, who I was always just trying to gives talk 110% to you. of his character I know you're a basketball. And I knew he did Norbert. I don't know Norbert. I don't has talk that problems. fast. But that doesn't mean that, that he doesn't deserve the Oscar for Dream Girls. He did a great, incredible performance. You need a shack to be like, because he does the work that he does, that doesn't mean that you got to give him which I'm doing at this at this point, that's the shackles. Both of you talking at the same time is, is what do you mean? It's an extremely nutty professor. <laughs> because it's we were all doing the bits. Yep. And he did his. Okay. He did his. Way to he kill some D. Yes. <laughs> all right. It's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If it fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If it's someone helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If it doesn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. On the count of three, we'll raise our ratings for The Nutty Professor. My rating's up. We can't my see you, rating. So. I can't up. see you in my screen. It's up. Two, it's up. Three. I'm right, assuming there's three black fists. Three black fists. Okay, y'all can't see me. I gave two black fists. I saw you. I saw so you. So it was four black fists. Oh, wait. Fists. Why okay, can I see him? Fists. Am I going so slow I can't see him? That's crazy. Yeah, you know, I gave it a black fist. One, it, it did extremely well. It spawned a sequel that starred other black people. You got Dave Chappelle in it. You got Jada Pickett. Yeah, you understand? I mean, I agree. I got... All right, it's great. It's still funny to this day. Like, it's funny right now. It's too funny. Like, it's too I, funny. Like, I couldn't believe how funny it still was. Like, right now, this movie is fucking hilarious. Like, yeah, that's it. Like, uh, that's it. What else do you want? What else do you want? <laughs> like, like, what do you want from us? <laughs> what do you want from me? What Thank do you, you so want much from me? for listening to us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BlackmenPodcast. BlackmenPodcast.com is our website. We have links to merchandise. We have links to many other things like our defunct Patreon, where we have a year's worth of episodes. Go there. We have a show. Is this? It should be out. It should be. Yeah, you shouldn't be able to promote it. I, I don't know when this is coming out. Wait, yeah, no. When is this episode? I think is coming out after the show. So we have a show coming up in February. Oh, it's not until February? Not until February. Jan- the January one, I think, falls on the holiday. You can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. JohnBraylock.com is my website. Gronish is coming back in next year, January. Hey. Uh-oh, Playboy. All right, Playboy. Hey. Another nine another nine episodes. Check that out, I guess. I don't know. You guys? You can follow me at James Third Comedy, JamesThirdComedy.com. Third is 3RD. You can listen to my show radio show corrupted files on the app amp it is tuesdays at 6 p.m pacific standard time that's it i guess i ain't got nothing else. i'm draw milligan you follow me at draw milligan on twitter and instagram i have nothing to promote if you rate and review us on itunes and give us five stars we'll read your review on the air we finally have a new review this is for uh, april from maryland oh merlin all right merlin april says big fan love these guys so I've been listening for years, and this is probably about to be long, so you may not want to read this on the pod. Well, we are, but these guys have such a good rapport, which makes them, which makes this podcast a joy to listen to. They each have a funny bit that makes me chuckle every time. Although I think maybe Jonathan is giving up his title bit, but we'll see. I am. 
I'm just returning back to the pod for the Wakanda Forever episode because I do have a rule when it comes to BMCJ. If I haven't seen the movie, I don't listen because it's just not the same. It's not even about spoilers, which there will be, of course. It's just that the way these guys dive into themes of films, you're going to tune out unless you know what they're talking about. Well, that's the case for me anyway. So here I am returning to the movies after literal, literal years to see Wakanda Forever, and I was just so touched by the cold open discussing grief. These three gentlemen give me so much hope. They are insightful and kind. They're feminists. Who wrote this? And of course, they <laughs> spotlight films made by black and brown people, so they will forever be good in my book. If you've made it this far, I hope you'll get into their catalog. Like I said, if you've seen the film, you won't be disappointed in their commentary. They're the best. That is probably the best review we've ever got. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. They, they, got, they called so us much. feminists. Very kind. That's very nice. I don't know what we're doing next week. Is there any new movies coming out? Bruh. No. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. week. Peace. Forever. Dog. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Fonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.